You're listening to the Pocketful Podcast, a safe place for people like you and me to have conversations about things that matter without the fear of being judged or condemned. My name is Luke, and I'm glad to have you tune in. I hope that this episode will encourage, comfort, and inspire you. So, if that's something you're cool with, we'll jump right in. Are you ready? All right, let's go. Hi, everyone. Today, I want to talk to you guys about three questions that every Christian should ask themselves at one point or another in their spiritual journey with Jesus. And the reason I'm putting this out there is because I think there's a growing concern that many Christians don't ask themselves tough questions. I mean, we get worked up about social injustice and the wrongs in this world, but when asked what we should do about it, we hide behind cliches and empty promises. Now, many Christians mean well, but I mean, there's this notion that God will handle the problems of this world and we don't have an active role in working that plan out. I'm sure many of us are guilty of this, myself included, and that's why I had to ask myself these three questions. And I think it might be helpful for you to do the same. So, What's number one? Question number one is, who is God to you? Now I know, it might be simple at first, but if you spend a little more time thinking about it, you'll realize that it isn't that straightforward. Try to write it out, and can I ask for a favor? Leave out the textbook, Sunday school, autofill in answers. Those were good for a time, and that's fine. But if you are able to, dig deeper. Because there's more to discover, more to learn. You may have heard this quote by A.W. Tozer in his book, The Knowledge of the Holy. He wrote, What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. And we sort of go, wow, we're mind blown, but we don't really dig past that sentence. Why is it that that's the most important thing? Because when we do that, We're acknowledging that there's someone else who calls the shots, not us. Someone who you know isn't going to bend to our command. And so, what happens when we think about that? Does it make us envious? Does it make us self-pitiful? What kind of emotions come into play? How does the thoughts we have affect our relationship with God? And so that's a good question to start asking yourself. Who is God to you? Now the second question is, what are you worth? Now, there are other Christians out there who may think this question is kind of sus, and it's tricky, right? Because many would want to be cautious to avoid a self-focused, self-idolizing idea in the Christian faith. But then others want to acknowledge the worth that Jesus has put on us by what he has paid on the cross. And there will be some who are even concerned about the influences from culture on this question. But I think there should be a biblical and balanced view of this question. Because you're not God. Nor am I. And 
We just have to walk into a hospital room, and you'll know that straight up. But we also can't deny that there's value, right? As people created in the image of God, right? As a person, you have worth. And it doesn't change based on skills or talents or where you're from, what kind of economic status you're having right now. Regardless of those things, you still have something precious and special. And here's the reason we need to ask ourselves this question. What is our worth? Because what we perceive our value to be will determine what we do to ourselves and what we allow to be done to us. It's going to determine what we chase in life. It's the price tag we clip to our souls, our minds, our hearts, our hands. It will determine what we sell ourselves to. If you don't think you aren't worth much, then you probably will have some red flags in your dating life or in your work life. Now, no hate, but you've probably heard that you deserve better. And I think that's true. Now, on the flip side, you may think that you aren't worth much compared to those in your social circles. So you either act out by making it seem like you're somebody else, you're the coolest or the smartest, or you're the first or the top. You always want to be something special. You want to be the best. But here's something you might not realize. The people around you can see that you're insecure and that you're just trying too hard. You're being too sweaty, as my friends would say. And it's not a good look, right? And likewise, I think the same solution is there, right? You deserve better. Now, these may seem like small things, but one thing that I find common amongst people who don't know their worth that breaks my heart is when people allow others to disrespect them, to belittle them, because that's what they think they should receive, right? That's what they deserve. Whether it's always taking heat from clients at work or having bosses belittle and dismiss their effort, maybe they allow mistreatment from loved ones just so they can get money or attention or love. And I know, I personally have been through that. And it doesn't really matter about dignity. Who cares about respect? Because, I mean, this is the attention that we crave or the money that we need to put food on the table. And I know this may sound privileged, right, coming from me, but please hear me when I say that I know these things aren't simple. And there'll be certain situations that are specific and may call for an exception. But what if this question had a better answer? Something that can prevent the pain and shame that you experience daily from the mistreatment or disrespect that others are throwing at you. And let me just say this before we go to the third question. The church needs to lean into these situations and help people out. We can't just stand on the sidelines and judge others. We gotta help them find sustainable and dignified ways of creating healthy relationships and sustainable ways of making money right? We gotta make sure they are financially informed, right? So they can survive economical and social changes. As the church, we have a responsibility to wisely help people who are in toxic or even abusive relationships, right? Or 
whether it's with others or even with themselves. But that's something that the church has to get into. I think more and more students and fresh grads are looking for people, right? Christian leaders and mentors to talk to them about these things rather than just another concert or conference or game night at camp, right? Let's be real, right? Besides some cool dance moves and card games and that one Old Testament Hebrew word for pigeon, what are the practical things you learn in church, right? Whether it's at camp or youth group, what is that? Do you even learn anything new or anything helpful? <laughs> anyway, sorry, I digress. But anyway, the real question does come down to, what are you worth? And now for question number three, who can you help? Right, now, let me get serious for a bit. Think about the past week. Right? Ask yourself, who can I encourage, support, or help? Now, it could be the local neighborhood soup kitchen for the homeless, or the fundraiser at your church for the disabled community in your city. Right? Maybe it's the local painter or actor who's trying to create helpful and wholesome content, which, by the way, Malaysians really need to support. <laughs> right? Our local creative industry is suffering. But whoever it may be, the question still stands. Maybe it's a friend who struggles with mental illness, or one of the ushers at church who is struggling financially. Oftentimes, we are aware of their struggles, but we just can't seem to do something about it. And so we have to ask ourselves, what can we do for the people who need help? Put in some effort to do something nice, and don't expect something in return. And this is something that I tell others all the time, right? If you see it, that is a gift in itself. Because there are others who are oblivious to the person's struggles. You have a unique opportunity to meet that need. And so the real question is, are you going to take it? Or are you going to watch it pass you by? Now, many of us would probably start making up excuses or reasons why we can't. And understandably so, right? There's always a trying time and things that are asking for your resources, right? And some of you may not be able to help others financially, but then the question would be, what about emotionally being there for someone? What about spending some time with those who need someone to talk to or perhaps help run some errands? And if you aren't able to do any of those, right, that's fine. Take this time to rest and to heal and to build up that strength and resilience. And hear me out here, because I want to be gentle, but there may be many others out there who can help. And I think it's time we stepped up. It's for us to help and show Christ's love to others. And in the meantime, if you aren't able to do that, that's okay. So take this time to plan ahead. Maybe you can write it down on a journal or maybe just type it out on your phone just so you can keep an eye out. You don't have to do anything now, but as you heal and rest and you regain that strength and ability to help others, then you will know what to do for that person. 
because you've already taken note of it and made some plans that you can carry out later. So that's the three questions that I think all Christians need to ask. The first one is, who is God to you? Second would be, what are you worth? What is the value that you ascribe to yourself? And number three, who can you help? Well, I think that these three questions are just a stepping stone. It's not the end, but this is a good place to start. And I hope that it is helpful for you as you are navigating this Christian faith journey. Well, if you made it this far, you're a real one. Thank you for spending your time with me. And although this episode is coming to an end, the conversation doesn't have to. I'm always a couple swipes and a tap away on Instagram at a pocketful of grace. If you want to check out the other stuff that I put out, you can go to my Patreon page where you can get exclusive content and also support these projects that I work on. Everything that I say and write is for your encouragement, comfort, and daily walk with Jesus. If even one of you out there is blessed by anything that I do, then I am glad to be of service. All the info can be found in the show notes down below, as well as my Instagram bio link. Oh, and just before I forget, I have a YouTube channel that you can also check in my Instagram bio link or in the show notes down below. And I hope that all the content there is helpful as well. Until next time, take care, God bless, and don't forget to have a pocket full of grace wherever you are. Peace. (music) 